So what I don't want to hear you say is that you want to make more money next year. More money could be an extra $5. Is that what you really mean? No, I don't think so. So pick a number and be specific about how much more you want to make. Hello and welcome to Conscious Business. This is part two of this series on goal setting. Last week, we took time to really reflect on what happened in 2018. We looked at the good, we looked at the bad, and I asked you to consider some really, really important questions about what happened last year. So if you missed that episode, I'd suggest you hit pause right now, go back to episode 167 and check that out and then dive in to this episode. So you know that only 3% of adults have clearly defined, written down goals, and that goals are 42% more likely to be achieved by simply writing them down. So let's take time today to really set some goals. Here's a look at what you're going to learn in this episode. First, we're going to visualize where you want to be in 2019. Second, we're going to actually set the goals and make sure that you're picking the right ones. And then in the last segment, you're going to learn how to avoid the biggest mistake. Trust me, I've been coaching people for years. I know what the biggest mistakes are and I'm going to help you to avoid them. We're also going to set a theme for 2019. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Now, to really make sure that you set goals that align with where you want to be, let's take a minute to really check in with where you are heading in the coming year. And I want you to imagine yourself fast-forwarding to the end of 2019. So think about yourself in December, wrapping up 2019, where you're reflecting on this entire year and you're really, really thinking about everything that happened this year. What is different there? What were your biggest accomplishments? What type of work do you see yourself doing throughout the year? Who did you work with? Who were you able to help? What are you most proud of that happened throughout the entire year? What did you say yes to? How were you brave? What did you say no to? And what was that like to say no? Now think of this place, this place a year from now, and really recognize how it's different than where you are right now. What are the key things that are really, really making it different? What single thing are you the most proud of? And one more question for you. What critical things need to happen to get you here? Now, this can include things that you do need to do, and it can also include things that you don't need to do, or things that maybe you continue to do, but in a different way than before. 
And this is important because really, really getting clarity on where you are heading next year is important. You can't just start setting goals without having a vision of where you want to get to, right? It's like that analogy of having GPS in your car. Well, that's great that you have GPS, but if you don't plug in the coordinates of where you want to go, your GPS isn't going to really be any good to you, is it? Now, I want you to really, really blueprint this place. Think about it, really feel into it, and give it a nickname. Think of words that jump out to you about this place, maybe colors, themes, images, feelings. What do you want to name this place? This place where you're going to be in one year from now. You can name it anything you want. It could be a single word, a phrase, a theme, anything really, but something that really feels powerful to you. Okay, now we actually set your goals. And I want you to pick between three and five goals. Anything more than that is just too many because you'll be spreading yourself thin. Think of uh, that example of watering plants, right? If you have a finite amount of water, would you really spread it across a thousand different plants? Or would you pick a few of the healthiest ones and really, really focus on them specifically and give them all the water that you have? When you try to do everything, you spread yourself too thin and you won't be able to do any one thing really well. You'll just fail at everything or, worse yet, be mediocre at everything. So really be focused on what you want to get done this year. Now, another suggestion I want to make, and this will really be helpful for those of you who know that you have a tendency, you have good intentions, but you have a tendency to try to take on too much or set too many goals. So what I want you to do is just pen to paper, do a brain dump of all the potential things that you could do. Just start writing it down. Could be really big goals, could be small goals. And if it helps you, you can arrange it into categories, time frames, whatever that happens to be. Then what I want you to go through is validate each one of those goals against the theme that you just created and where you want to be at the end of 2019. How many of those things are really going to help you there versus how many of those things are just kind of distractions. Either they won't get you anywhere or they'll take you off in another distracting direction. All right? So get clear on what these distractions are. Maybe they're time-wasting activities. Maybe they're egoic goals, right? So you think, oh, that would be really cool if I did this, this, and this. You know, really get clear on what those things are and cross those off your list. Then go through what's remaining and pick what are those three to five goals that are going to really help you get to your theme for 2019. Then when you have your three to five goals, I want you to go through and really socialize each goal. And this means get specific and clear about what this goal means to you. Answer these three questions about each goal. How will you measure and track this goal throughout the year? Two, how will you feel when this goal is achieved? And three, which of your core values does this goal fulfill? Now, in last week's episode, we talked about your core values and how at the end of the year, when you're setting goals, is a perfect time to check in 
on your core values and decide if they've changed or not. So you've got them top of mind. Really make sure that you assign your values to each of these goals. And that just helps you to make sure that you're on track because if you have a goal and it feels like it's off with one of your values or it doesn't align with any of your values, that could be a big red flag. Now let's talk about mistakes, habits, and beliefs because these are things that are really, really going to influence whether or not you accomplish these amazing goals that you just set. So let's start with the biggest mistakes. I've got five big mistakes that I see quite frequently when people set goals. So I'm going to share them with you now so that you can make sure you avoid them. Mistake number one, people set too many goals. And as a result, they just spread themselves too thin. When it comes to goal setting, more is not better. Think about it. You have a finite amount of time, finite amount of budget and resources. So you want to be clear and specific about what you decide to do. Remember that analogy about watering plants? You have a finite amount of water. What are you going to do? Water a thousand plants and they're all going to die? Or are you going to pick five to ten and make sure that they get all the water? All right. The second mistake that people make is that they aren't specific when they word the goal. So for example, if you were to say you want to make more money next year and that's a goal, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear you say, I want to make more money next year. How much more money do you want to make? Pick a specific dollar figure because if you just ask for more money, You could make five more dollars and guess what? That would be hitting your goal. And I'm pretty sure that's not what you mean when you say you want to make more money. So be specific. That's number two. The third mistake is that people don't set goals that are measurable. So to say, I want to work less is a little vague. So find a way to make it measurable. So it could be, I want to make sure that I finish work at five o'clock every day and then don't work for the entire evening. Or I want to move to a four-day work week. Or I want to not work on the weekends. Whatever that happens to be, find a way to measure it. Then if you find yourself just like creeping onto your laptop right after dinner, then you know what? Then you know that that's going to be like a red flag to see that you are not hitting your goal or your objective. All right? So clarity is so important. The fourth mistake is having what I like to call the should goals. Now, should goals are when we set goals to try to make everyone else happy. We end up being people pleasers a little bit. You're familiar with this one. So when we have goals that come from the ego, from the head, these are should goals because they're not actually things that we want to do, but we think we should do them because they're going to make someone else happy Or we do that other toxic behavior of comparing. We look at someone else who has a business we want or a job that we want or that maybe is in a similar age group or we went to high school with or college and we just happen to compare where they are to where we are. And we think, well, they have this, this, and this. So should I. Watch for that word should. Whenever you see yourself using that word, it's often 
often a sign of a goal that's coming from the ego or from your head, not really from your heart. It's not something that really makes your heart sing. All right. And then lastly, the fifth mistake is not writing your goals down. So earlier, I quoted my stat. We know that goals are 42% more likely to be achieved by simply writing them down. And this is so important because in order to write something down, you have to be able to be specific and be committed to it happening. And if you really, really want to be strategic, not just write them down when you set them, but get in the routine as part of your morning routine to write out your goals every day of what you want to accomplish. This is so incredibly powerful. I've seen this with me in my life and with all my clients. When they go to that point where they're actually writing things down, and being specific every day, then they see miracles shift in their business. All right, so those are the five mistakes. Let's move on to habits and beliefs. Now this is really important because once you've set your goals, you wanna make sure that you increase your odds of them happening as much as possible. And we do this by checking in on your habits. So ask yourself, self, Are there any bad habits that I know I really need to let go of that don't serve me any longer? Or maybe there's some new habits that need to be introduced into my life that's going to guarantee that these goals are going to happen. Now, habits are important because as humans, we have a finite amount of willpower. Once that willpower gets used up for the day, we can't resist certain things. So when we create habits that help us get more done, it takes the guesswork out of things, right? And it makes them non-negotiable. So this is a great time to check in on your limiting beliefs as well. Are there any beliefs that you have that no longer serve you? Beliefs that cause you to play small? Beliefs that are fear-based that maybe you had a long time ago, but you know what? You've moved through a hurdle, so it's time to let them go. And this is a great time to check in and cross them off your list. If you have any beliefs that are limiting, check in, rescript them into something that is more powerful. Now, lastly, I want you to pick a theme for 2019. Now, this can be the same theme that we talked about earlier when you were visualizing where you want to be in one year from now at the end of December of 2019. You can pick the same theme if that really, really resonated to you, or you can pick something else. But I want you to pick something that is going to really, really excite you and motivate you to do amazing things in 2019. All right, it's time to start wrapping up this episode on goal setting. So this is the last of our two-part series on goal setting. And thank you for listening. I'm so glad that you're going to be setting goals for the new year. I know there's some of you listening who have done it with me year over year over year and maybe even way back to doing them in live workshops I used to host here in Toronto. So I'm glad that you're continuing on with this annual habit of setting goals because it's a really, really important one. It is the one thing that will differentiate you from everyone else who's just kind of dreaming of things but never actually takes action. And it is Christmas tomorrow. So wow, enjoy this beautiful day, this great time with your family, your friends. 
whoever you happen to be with, wherever you are in the world, I hope you really, really take time to reflect on how incredible and how powerful this year was on everything that you accomplished and what you want to be different going into this brand new year. This is really an important time to let go of those limiting beliefs, to replace them with powerful habits, and really use this opportunity to reinvent yourself for the better. You have to remember that what other people think of you is none of your business. What other people think of you is none of your business. So set goals for you, not for them. Don't set should goals. Set goals that make you excited and inspired and motivated because success without fulfillment is failure. So Merry Christmas to you, to everyone that you love, everyone in your life. And I hope you have a very lovely holiday season, very relaxing. And wherever you are in the world, whomever you're with, really appreciate these beautiful people all around you. So be safe and be happy and merry this holiday season and enjoy this last week of 2018.